Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast, the podcast where we debate if it's pronounced girls or goyles. My name is Leo. <laughs> this is my great co-host, Juice. And to be honest with you, at this point, I have no idea. You have no idea if it's girls or goyles? Yeah, I don't remember if it's girls or goyles. Let me tell you something. It's definitely girls. It's not. It's well when you say it like that, it's definitely goyles. Goyles. Yeah, goyles. Yeah. Dames, as they call them. Dames. We need to go back to that broads. Dames. Well, that's why that's why we need to go back to Goyles. So No. You know? <laughs> what we're, we're talking three stooges language here. What are the three stooges silent? No. Oh, maybe it was the Marx Brothers. De- definitely the maybe Marx it was, Brothers. I would say maybe it was neither, but I, now I'm thinking you're getting Brothers. your yeah, you're getting your com- all your comedic heroes. I'm getting my comedic um, trio mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> Marx Brothers with three three people. Welcome uh, to the Friendly Sparring Podcast, think... where we can't decide. Or <laughs> like debate. <laughs> Early 1900s comedy. Yeah. For no reason. For no reason at all. Ladies and gentlemen. No raisin in the sun. Here's the reason why. We like to shake it up, just like the our hero, white supremacy, Dana White, saved that card. Woo! Give it up for him. Listening and to give it up for literally... the fighters who accepted those yeah. late-night fights. <laughs> Exactly. Come on, guys. Like you're you're insane. Like it's the first time that it that it just happened that everyone was like, well, Dana was like, I'm not losing any fucking money. <laughs> and and it it lined up exactly with everyone's thought process. You know, you know what this weekend made me realize? I think people are are very guilty of recency bias in MMA. And maybe that's just in the world at large. Oh, Sometimes yeah. we think about the MMA bubble and we're like, oh, people are like this in MMA. Well, maybe people are like this in the world, um, or at least a majority of certain areas. Like I was listening to the comment event podcast and they uh, like a couple people had sent in questions or at least one person was like, hey, is this the biggest shit show in UFC? And he was like, there's been a couple of shit shows. No. Like, remember when they moved an entire card across state lines because of John Jones? Yeah. Remember when an entire card didn't happen a few times? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that the recency bias concept is dumb, especially because oh, I mean, sorry, it's not dumb, it's just uh, for this uh, card specifically, it's not that crazy. Like, that's I think that's what, what the idea is of like, um, the effort that it takes to do it. I think that everyone thinks that it was a lot, but I was like, I guess, but if you have a lot of fighters yeah. in there that have the same, like. If we're to believe that fighters have the mentality anytime, anywhere, then them making the exceptions wasn't 
that big of a deal. Like, really, if yeah. you really think about it. I'll tell you um, what's crazy is how how the last minute like shuffle around somehow benefited benefited both Nate Diaz and Hamzat greatly. Yeah. Well, First of all, Nate Diaz was going to get mauled. Absolutely. Like we, we can even do some – like we already kind of knew that before going in, but we can do some MMA math based on how both their fights went and be like, okay, yeah, Nate Diaz would have gotten absolutely fucking mauled. Um, but like think about think about this for a second. Hamzat misses weight by uh-huh. seven and a half pounds. If you, yeah. if you include the grace pound, which I like, I like to count from the what's on the money for the weight class, championship weight, he missed by eight and a half pounds. Mm-hmm. Then gets an opponent actually closer to weight and size who he, who he should be fighting, uh-huh. and who has a weakness in an area he's really strong in. Yeah, like Kevin Hall always is like, "Oh yeah, my my jujitsu, I'm black belt under Travis Luter." Like, okay, bro, but honestly, your wrestling is like, mm? yeah. and if you can't like use your jujitsu once you've been taken down, that's it. Yeah, so like that ex- was able to exploit that, <laughs> and Nate gets Tony, who you like, know. What's better I, opponent for him? I will say that, but uh, also, uh, I mean, we'll we'll talk about it more when we get there. Uh, I don't want to spoil my opinion on that on that main event fight, but um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that crazy. Like for me, it wasn't that crazy of a. And, and I'm sure there's going to be people like, well, you, the logistics of paperwork and a, no, it. I feel like the like when when Hamza missed weight, I don't know who. Uh, um, made the announcement, but I feel like someone already made the fight announcement, like, like not the actual one, but the prediction of like this is what should happen, and then that's what did happen. Um, because I yeah, remember we a were couple talking, people thought like it just obviously you know, yeah, and and I think that that you and I are all say like this is happening, and then you'd be like confirmed, and everyone will be like confirmed, and I'm like oh no, but because sometimes it obviously goes out the window, um, right. but this time it it completely didn't, um, and like. I, I don't know. It, it was a good. It was a good night of fights. Um, and I, I, I think even if it were, went the original way, I still think it would have been a good night of fights. Um, yeah. So, I mean, not as good as what we got, to be honest with you. But I, I don't know. It, it was like it sad. was fine. So of those three, right? Mm-hmm. Nate Diaz and Tony was a better fight than we would have gotten from either. Nate and Hamzat mm-hmm. or Tony and the Leech. Uh, yes, absolutely. Like, both of those would have been sad. Yeah. D Rod versus Kevin Holland was an all time banger, dude. Yeah. That was going to be like. Right. That is. There's very few fights where we can say, like, definitively, okay, there's no way this is a boring fight. Like, the way these guys fight, the way their styles match up, it is like almost guaranteed recipe for violence. Like, there's no way it's not happening. And so I will say, like, I'm glad that the D Rod and the Leech turned out to be like not the same kind of matchup, but yeah. they both came forward. They both it was like technical yes. slugging kind of a little Absolutely, bit. I feel yeah. like. Absolutely. Um, uh yeah. So yeah, I mean, not not the not the craziest shit show that, that's ever happened at uh UFC. I mean, maybe maybe with the idea that it got canceled um because of the fight in the back. Um, but you know, we had three piece in a soda before, we've had uh, John Jones and um, right. and Daniel Cormier. And, like we've had some pretty pretty bad. Um, uh, yeah, and even if you think about, about like, Con- I mean, Con- Conor McGregor throwing the, the goddamn the bus to the dolly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. The Con- dolly at the bus. The fucking <laughs> yeah, threw, threw a whole bus at a dolly. <laughs> yeah, he drank one whole bottle of Puffer Twelve and just threw a fucking whole bus at a dolly. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, was sleeping with a crackhead. But anyway, um, they chopped a guy's on. body off. Yeah. All they left with his dick. dick. <laughs> you mean they chopped his dick off? No. No. <laughs> they chopped his body off. Um, uh, yeah, I was so- gonna say, if you think about even like shit shows that didn't happen, uh, you may have forgotten this. No, I did until I was listening to CME. Remember when the pandemic first hit and obviously canceled UFC 249 or whatever that was going to be in Brooklyn? Tony yeah. Khabib, I had tickets. Yeah. They tried to do a secret event at an undisclosed location. Oh. It turned out to be like Tachi Palace, like in the Indian Reservation or whatever. They were going to go forward with it. Oh. They were going to do it. Was like, it was like a couple weeks into lockdown or whatever that they were going to just like sneak it in there. Like it was going to be sometime. Like, I don't know if it could. So, like, I think that event was like April 9th. Everything shut down like March 20th ish, let's say. So I think I don't know if they were going to do it like the week after April 9th or whatever. They tried to just sneak it in there. Disney had to go, hey, guys, shutting it down. Yeah. Like, we're your parent company. Like, this is the worst look for us. What the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. had to come like that. Honestly, if that had gone down, it would have been a shit show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So. Considering all the. Uh, everything that led up to the fights last night, it was a pretty okay card. Um, you know? Yeah. I mean, what whatever we got, we always say last night because we're used to recording on Sundays. Oh, right, right. Saturday night. Right. Um, yeah. Well, that said, do you want to talk about some prelims that we want to sure, have yeah. before we recap the main card? What's um, yours? I got to shout out Beast Boy Barnett, dude. Yeah, dude. Miss Little Boy. Huggy Bear. Um. He's yeah, also bro. been like, yeah, yeah, missing weight. He's been making some memes. Okay, here's the thing, dude. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I didn't know. I don't know how much he missed by. Wasn't, wasn't it just like a couple of pounds? Three. Like it wasn't two pounds. Two, two and a half pounds. Yeah. Which, at heavyweight, we're not talking about much. Like, like if there's a guy in the heavyweight division, we're talking five, about. He, we're talking. Let like him have it. He probably should have taken it down. Before he goes, let's go. Unexpected. <laughs> That's what you're saying, uh, right? No, you're saying I was that there's say... a very high chance that he should have probably just deuced it up before he got on the goddamn uh, scale, right? He he weighs on the scale. They're like, "Oh, you're three over." He's like, "Sex, lax. Check again." Check again. He takes out the diaper. Check again. <laughs> Fuck! Three pounds of shit. What the hell? <laughs> they just weigh the diaper. Yeah, that's three pounds. Okay, you're good. <laughs> they weigh the diaper, not him. That's amazing. Like when Al was gonna fight Habib, and he was over by point two, but but he was like, I weighed him with my underwear. Weigh my underwear, and the underwear weighed point two. <laughs> Yeah, dude. It was See? wild, bro. All right. Well, anyway, so go on. He didn't miss by much. You're right. He, they could have given it to him. But could, well, I mean, like they can't because of the way the rules work. But in terms right. of like fan perception, like guys, let's let him have it. Like he is absolutely like like if he had weighed in at like 280. I mean, obviously that's whoa. I'm just trying to think percentage wise. Or like <laughs> in the somewhere in the 270s, I would have been, been like, a, yeah, I'd be like, I'd hey, been like, did right. you did you try? But like. Yeah, take a big old shit. Just a couple of pounds off for for that guy. Like honestly, no. Like you want you want that guy around. You want that guy to do his stuff. 
Who cares if he's a size advantage? Bro, he is five nine. Don't talk to me about size advantage. There's no size advantage. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's how tall I am. I have a size advantage. Stop it. You're not five nine. I am. I'm 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 five nine point three or something like that. You're not you're five ten at least. No, bro. I'm, I, I think Dodson is five nine. Bro. Bro, I went to the doctor yesterday and the doctor looked me square in the eye and said, You're five nine. Don't ever come here again. Yeah. I can't believe well. I've been doing a podcast with you've someone been, who is five nine. You've been doing it. I was gonna say you've been My doing it with a short with a short with a short king? <laughs> Under six uh, feet. Fucking no. <laughs> yeah, I wish that's what you were you were like. You were a size queen. But only for podcast hosts. Yeah, only for podcasting. Like gotta well, so be far, this tall yeah, to be so on far, this ride. <laughs> so far you haven't had anyone uh yeah, Dotson also same yeah, see, so you haven't had anyone guest host or no, you've had someone guest host. Actually, no, how tall is Steven Amendola? Oh, uh, five ten. Oh, okay. Tall I remember there. because do you remember Matt man. Dodge? God damn, he's a tall motherfucker. Uh, Matt, of course I remember Matt Dodge. Yeah. Looking at Matt Dodge, would you think he's like six foot? Yeah, actually. Six five ten. Oh. Same time he's like my phone was the same height as Matt Dodge. I was like, I'm gonna puff on my chest a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the um, way he carries himself and his broad ass shoulders, you're like, oh yeah, this guy's probably six foot. Yeah. And like even doing instant Avishi with him, I was like. Oh no, no, you're not. You're, you're a short king. You're five, <laughs> five ten. Yeah, I don't know. They, maybe, maybe five eleven. Yeah, if someone can settle the debate of a short king, is it five eight and below, or what's the deal? Yeah, I don't know. I I would say five nine is definitely not short king. Yeah. To me, to me, it's five five and below. Oh, five five. Wow. I'm trying to think of how many. Although how many... it also it, it's definitely relative, like. Chris Barnett being 5'9 in a division of motherfuckers who are like 6'4 regularly. Mm, that's it's that's like, fair. okay, go ahead, Short King. But like, you put him in like, against Walter White, you're like, no. Right, but on. we're talking about across the board. We're not talking about recently. Or like, life. motherfucking Duran Wynn. Well, he's 5'6. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll be a Short King. That's fine. Yeah. Let's keep moving on. Um, keep on keeping on, keep but yeah, that, that fight on. was incredible. Uh, yeah, because like I thought Good he was getting finished, but I was like, dude, and then he came back and won aggressive for heavyweights, like they were slanging and banging that first round. The whole entire first round, they were really swinging at each other. Uh, there was a uh, Chris Barnett got caught twice in the first round. Uh, yeah, dude, and I was like, oh, shit, this is about to be over. And no, he he weathered the storm. His um. Oh yeah, something was going on with his face. Uh, I guess like whenever he got hit, like he had like some weird. Oh, like... on, uh, he had yeah. I don't know if it was his orbital or something or a cut that just swelled, but like the doctor had to check his eye. Yeah, that's right. They're like, "Can you fight?" He was like, "No, let me fight." Like I missed weight. Yeah. I have to get this fight. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he just uh, he really dominated um, Jake Collier in the second round. Really nicely done on him. Drinking the beers, dancing, doing his flip. You gotta love that guy. Yeah, dude. And, like, this is like. I, I feel like I kind of love and hate when there's crossover with MMA into like regular world. Cause like I follow this dude on Facebook who literally just shit posts memes all day. I posted about it in the Marco Polo, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, dude, 
he posted one of fuck Beast Boy, the one that with the guy who's holding two beers, and they're like, "Eh, like you've seen the circuit, it's making the rounds," mm-hmm. and it's like me at the club at three a.m. or whatever, like, and I I was like I commented I was like Beast Boy, and he just like laughed at my comment, and I was like, "That's the guy's nickname. You don't understand, like you know, you like you don't want to talk to like people about MMA because you do you think they you think they think you sound crazy." Yeah, but you shouldn't. Your your passion for for MMA should always be uh, up front and center because people, whenever I tell them I like UFC, they think of me as trailer trash, and I like that. <laughs> well, I also like don't want to ruin the joke. Like it's a funny meme. I don't want to be in there like, huh, this is actually yeah. why it's funny. And then like, <laughs> this is yeah, <laughs> this is the guy that uh, is really great. He's actually really fun to be around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a really great guy. Uh, fights for a lot of things, and uh, yeah, and doesn't have to shit himself before a fight. But he should. Yeah, but he should to get lose the weight. <clears throat> All right, let's uh let's talk about um nope, not gonna say Justin Kish. Let's talk about uh <laughs> Jailton Almeida. Uh this is my uh prelim fight pick. Now, once again, um I know another wrestle fuck situation, but because it's in the first round and it came with a with a finish. A finish. Um th- Okay, I, I think I said, I can't remember which fight I said that that was about as much as I could take. This was okay because he was always working. Um, yeah. And and just like very incredibly dominant the entire time. Like it wasn't like he was like laying and praying. He was working for a submission very well um, every time. And uh, Anton Trukalj? Close enough. Anyway, he looked pretty out of his depth uh the second that jayelton got him to the ground uh yeah he looked like he was really scrambling um down there and uh yeah jayelton was very patient um with the uh with his uh top control and and really just <clears throat> just really slid inside of him and i can't remember was it the next was it i think it was in the johnny walker fight when dc on the commentary was like this is the difference in jujitsu between you know jayelton and johnny like uh, what's it called? Iwan Kuchalaba was getting out of those submissions. Yeah. And he was like, Jailton didn't give his opponent any option. Like no. the way he set it up. He moved him into it. Yeah. He was and, like checkmate. Yeah, exactly. Every time. And and he really used his uh, jujitsu well. So uh, as far as the fights that had the finishes on it, um, that was one that I was – because, yeah, it was good. I mean, it was a good, good, uh, good showing of um, – of your wrestling and jujitsu, all all put into one. It's very nice. And that's what I have to say about that. Yeah, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. All right. Well, well, we just mentioned him, so we might as well move on to the main card. Uh, Johnny Walker versus Elon. Talaba. Um. Hey, Elon didn't have shit for Johnny, huh? Nah. I mean, he had a little bit, but like, not enough. honestly, the way Johnny Walker has been looking, I thought he would have had more than enough based on like Ewan's past fights. Well, like Johnny, this... Johnny just got off. Uh, Johnny just got off weed. So I was literally, I was like, did you see this story? It's like, I've been taking CBD and it's making me paranoid. I found out I had trace amounts of TSC, THC, and I'm dangerously allergic to THC. It makes me paranoid. Hey, man, that's not you. It's everybody. <laughs> I just couldn't be like I couldn't imagine like hey I can't I can't have alcohol it makes me drunk yeah <laughs> like, exactly yeah 
but not whenever a lot of I have people... alcohol, yeah. I start to slur my speech, and I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't happen to a lot of people, but it happened to me. So, uh, yeah, um, it's a recognition Johnny, I have. Yeah, Johnny just um, I don't know. Johnny was was good. He looked good, uh, but. <laughs> Hey, how's about he? Uh, he literally like Ewan Kutalaba was literally passing out as he was tapping, and Johnny I Walker know. just like just gives him a little kiss on the cheek and then starts doing the worm. <laughs> Come on, guys! I was like, I was like, don't don't step into your Romero territory. I hate that. Like, it was pretty funny, though, but he, he literally held it, and then the second he let go, he was like, "All right, let me start <laughs> doing the worm." Woo! I love the Johnny was like. Famously injured himself in the post fight celebration and still going, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still doing it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It was it was it was over short and sweet, just like a lot of things that happened to me. Um. Well, okay, we're doing that. Well, okay. That, that um, <laughs> little Tom Aspinall energy there. Yes, yeah, a little. Just quick, log my sex life. That's a little, little, yeah, a little quick spurt, if you will. Uh, anyways, let's keep moving <laughs> just, on. Just uh, a quick spurt of it. Um, yeah, anyway, premature um, joculation. I, joculation. Wow, that's probably the name of the, the episode. But anyways, let's keep moving. Definitely. Uh, the name of the all right, moving on to Irene Aldana versus Macy Sasson. Hey, Ooh, good fight, boy. Ooh, Amazing boy. fight. They were Amazing doing. Amazing fight. Uh, Macy Sasson was really dominating in that second round, like a lot. I was like, oh man, Irene is about to get beat up uh, for the rest of the this third round. End of the third round, or that was the end of the second. It, it, this ended in the. That's mid, right. It was the like... end of the second. No, it was the end of the. No third. middle. No, yeah, yeah no middle of third. Yeah, middle, middle of third, third. Yeah, but I was saying at the end of the second round, like Macy Sasson looked like, oh, okay, like into the third, she was going to be pretty much dominating the rest of it. Yeah, and uh, and even the upkick was so confusing to everyone. Like immediately, Jason just rushed in. What hurts? Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like he couldn't figure out whether or not it was legal. But when they watched the replay, it was like, and I feel like Irene knew she was like, "Come on, guys! Like once you figure it out, like yeah, just not be the winner." Me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, come on! Like I did, like I did that on purpose. Is the legal technique? Like yeah. it wasn't a foul. Uh, but man, I mean, what a great, what a great fight, but that upkick was crazy. Uh, I mean like heel to the liver was, yeah, dude, I mean, they got it like that. <clears throat> it's one of those things too, like obviously was a perfectly timed kick and intentionally thrown. Like she was kind of probably aiming for the liver, mm-hmm. but it is one of those things. that's like, it's the button. It's like the uh-huh. shut off that uh-huh. like. You can't do anything about it, really. No, no, especially the way that your your body reacts to it. It's kind of like the getting hit in the solar plexus, kind of similar concept of like the wind yeah. out of you. But like, I think it's like, I don't know. Um, I feel like a liver hit is like um, like motion, right? Like you, you're like all your motion is is pretty much stopped at that point. Like you can't, like it, it, it almost paralyzes you a little bit. Yeah, it's like yeah, it sh- shuts down your your motor functions or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I literally couldn't couldn't believe it too because like even it was so quick I was like yo was that like an illegal shot because like I don't know groin strikes are illegal but like because it doesn't hurt women as much like I don't I don't I don't know if it specifically says in the rules like hey it's legal for women's MMA or whatever like I don't think that no. but at the same time like I was talking about this with Shane Tara like Angela Hill has posted photos like of her uh, her fight with um, Nina at the time 
I think Nina Ansaroff, now obviously now Nina Nunez, where she got hit like flush. Mm. Like, and not even like with a knee on the cage inadvertently, like out in the open, like snap kick or whatever. Mm. And she was like, the power of the P or whatever. Like, it kept going or something like that. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, uh, keep moving on. Cause like they're they're not allowed to wear a cup, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. I don't. It's it's all weird. We're talking about it. Like I I would love for like uh someone yeah vagina is a woman and trains MMA You're to right. like explain that yeah. So I'm not gonna yeah, like yeah. talk about nothing something I don't I know nothing about. But I was just well like, yeah what yeah you definitely don't know anything about vaginas. Yeah, literally nothing. Where are they? <laughs> It sounds, it sounds like you just heard about a buffet and you're like, where, it's where a, is it? It's a hat, right? Is it like a type of hat? Like, Can I tell you? Oh, sometimes. Just sometimes put on my is. vagina. Sometimes, sometimes it is. <laughs> it is. Sometimes it is. Just saying. That, that officially became like the new, like, creepiest pickup line. I want to wear like a hat, girl. I want to I wanna wear like a beefy hat. <laughs> anyway. I want to play that pussy trombone. When I get that, when I get that, Panocha de Hugo, you know what I mean? Yeah, Panocha de Hugo. Yeah, or Hugo de Panocha. Hugo de Panocha. You, re- you reverse. Yeah, it. I reverse the conjugation. You said pussy of juice, which <laughs> now, now that's the title. Of... Now that's the title. Pussy of juice. All right. <clears throat> no, it's Pinocchio de Hugo. Moving on to a fight that made everyone's pussy juice flow. Uh, yeah, Lee, everyone. Jing Liang. Not, not a single dry. Not a single dry in sock in the in the audience. Uh, or <laughs> shoe, because some people don't wear socks. Uh, the Leech versus D-Rod. Uh... <laughs> so I had to explain the sock joke. <laughs> or shoe, because some people don't wear socks. It's true. Uh, so a lot of people think the leech won this fight. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I definitely remember like I, I was talking, I was I was talking this another again Shane Tara like I was watching these um while I was working because I fell asleep before the main card on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I worked fucking at six a.m. on Sundays, but right. I was watching the main card in the morning, and I remember being like, I don't know who won, and then when they announced the D Rod, I was like. Okay, maybe. Like I gotta rewatch <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think it was a robbery, but I, I just remember being no. like, "Hmm, interesting." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just a, um, it was a very close fight. Yeah, I will say that um, <clears throat> DC was saying that like uh, the leech was uh, in the last in the last rounds, kind of slow, slowing down as far as like output, but but he was still very quick. Like uh, the. Leech can definitely whenever he gets up to that uh, level, when he gets up to that level. Um, yeah, can so. we talk about the weight difference for a second? Yeah. So, I think of, of all the fighters on the card who got screwed, like I said, Kevin Holland got obviously not a better matchup, but he got paid more, and like he got to like, you know, he was beefing with Hums out in the back, so he got yep. to like go try and do something about it. Mm-hmm. Nate got a better fight in Tony. Tony got a, a more winnable fight for him, lasted longer, took less damage, probably, let's be fair. Um and D Rod, I don't know. D Rod might have still beat Kevin Holland, but I'm, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. 
the weight discrepancy on that was was almost criminal. Like apparently mm-hmm. they they said something about the Naden Hamzad fight that like the commission didn't want to sanction it because of the weight difference. Like, hey man, call him bullshit right now because yeah. Li Jing Liang yeah, waited yeah, at yeah. one seventy one or whatever. Like you can't tell me that, dude. You can't tell me that. And yes, like. Because like D Rod weighed in for a catchweight of one eighty, they made that a catchweight bout. So Li Jinglong would have been like underweight for the catchweight, but like they can still say, like, okay, you're too underweight. This is too much of a discrepancy. Yeah, it also makes me wonder about the what they weighed when they go into the 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 yes. I'm curious about that. Like maybe they maybe they weighed a little bit closer. Maybe they were, but I don't know. Like if D Rod has to cut a lot to get to had to cut to get to one eighty at all. You know what I mean? Like it's like, damn, he might, yeah. he might have been like one ninety five when he walked in there, and, and the leech might have been like, you know, one eighty only. You know, so fifteen pound difference is a lot. Um, and and I don't know. Uh, I mean, it was a pretty good, like you said, it was a technical slug fest. Uh, uh fest is a bad way to say it. It was a te- technical slug match because it wasn't a fest. They weren't throwing too much all the time. Yeah, they would say they they were definitely like. <clears throat> I call that it was like they were like technically slugging it out. They were yes. like, okay, let's stand and bang, but let te- technically stand and bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing too. No, no wild swings. Uh, like they were trading. They were trading. Yes, yes. Probably better. There we go. Yeah. What a great way to talk about fighting. Um, I mean, you know, it's also called trading when um two tap dancers have like a tap dance battle. Oh, okay. Well, that's of. weird because you could have just said tap trading because that's what it is. But they call it trading. Oh, whenever they tap dance battle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, but I said that's also battle. called oh, trading. Oh, but do you call it a tap dance battle, or do you just call it trading? You call it trading. I'm. Just, I was describing what it is. Oh. I was like, you know what is also called trading? I can't. I can't say the name and the definition. But the you same. know also. You no, know it's also called trading. It's also trading. You know it's also called trading when they have when a tap you... dance battle. That's what I said. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what's also called trading? When you have some Pokemon cards and your friend has Pokemon cards and you want those and you swap. Did you ever play Pokemon, by the way? Uh, a uh, little bit. So, like, the, when it comes the, to the, the card, card games, game. yeah, yeah, the card I was game. I was thinking about it. Like, I had friends who like were into it. I like to just collect them, and I like you know yeah, I, I like th- watching I, I think... them. The rules got confusing to me. Yu-Gi-Oh! I played at the actual game. That was the only one that I was like actually I would go to like not tournaments, but like just for fun, like play against other people. Um. Which like ironically, not ironically, but like randomly, mm-hmm. they had it in like Toys R Us. Like they would yeah, like set bro. up a long table. Um, really I also tried, tried. Yeah, I also tried to get into Magic: The Gathering, um, mm. and that one was never about collecting for me. It was only about the game. Yeah, that one is hard. Yeah, of course, it's a lot of it's a lot of rules. It's a lot of talking. It is too much talking. But honestly, yeah, I. I uh i i was a gangster i used to play this game called gooey louie so gooey louie okay i need you to explain right now gooey louie you're you're giving a microphone you're giving yeah, my I'm microphone giving to mic- me uh anyways it was a game where you would pick out boogers from a uh, from a character's nose okay, I, was, I, think I, was, I remember that yeah it was what a weird game i think it was a parker's brothers game what are you thinking parker's brothers we still gotta make that guess who yeah we still gotta make that guess who Although now that I've seen the joke like four or five times, it's less funny. I know. I know. It's, it's less and less funny. Also, considering the fact that like how short the game of Guess Who is, uh, 
is pretty makes it less and less funny. It's a good concept though. I wish we could do I mean like we could make it but it would just be for us. Mm-hmm. We could make a UFC guest who. Right. A guess who, not guess who. No, guess who. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, guess who. Who's been a guest on Joe Rogan's podcast? Yeah, guest. <laughs> Can you guess who? who? Do you have a clue? Yeah, and you sing the song too. Those of you who don't know the joke, I don't know if we've ever said this on the podcast. We probably have at one point. No, Leo and I used to say, um, "We should make a guess who." We're like, you know, in the commercial and stuff, and like, I actually, I don't even think I may, I maybe played it once in real life, but just from the commercial and like watching videos, people were like. You have the little pictures, obviously, yeah. and you have to like does describe. Your, does your person have a hat? Yeah. Yeah. Does you have a red beard? Like, yeah. does your woman have glasses or whatever? And yeah. you would narrow it down. Like, but we'd like, does your, we would do it based on like random stereotypes. Like, does your guy look like he dropped out of college to join a band and then that band failed or whatever? Yeah. Something like you that. Flick like, him down. Yeah. 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 It's a good, it's a good concept. It's just like the jokes themselves have to land so, so specifically. But anyway, um, oh, look at us. Look at us. This Look is the this. comedy episode. We're just we're explaining comedy to you guys. Okay. Yeah, we're explaining comedy. Also, I missed the chance. We gotta to give context to the yeah. the backstory of the No, we ne- I never give context. You guys can figure it out. Like the game, figure it well, out. Well like the game. Anyway, uh yeah, so I used to play Gooey Louie while everyone was playing Magic Gathering. Short Kings Unite, you know what I mean? Uh anyway. You guys are over there tapping mana. I'm I'm over here tapping boogers. Yeah, tapping boogers. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a good segue doing. as any to move yeah, on. Yeah, to move on to comes on Shemaya. Tapping boogers, Kevin, oh, yeah. fucking comes up, piece of shit. Yeah, come chat. Uh, uh, losing. I, and, and I I have a few thoughts on Hamza in general. Like, I get the people that are like, I don't care. He's aggressive and he fights. He's dominant. He fights well. Like, like that's fine. I will continue to be a hater. I will continue to say this motherfucker like rolled in missed weight by a ton. And like, we're about to play it. Like I've heard all people say like, okay, like he would have cut, but the doctor told him to stop. T cross made a very good point. The doctor doesn't come in until you fucking say something. Yeah. Like somebody, someone in his camp, like made it known. Like if you were cutting in private, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I would have cut more like, no, blessed be, to Kevin Holland for trying as best he could. I mean, he was rolling out of some things, but it just Hamza just just really, really just kind of rolled along with him. I uh, didn't give him any outlets at all. Um, that that first that first takedown just kind of led into everything else, and he just really overwhelmed. Um, but I think Kevin Holland got got up once for a second, and then got right back down. Um, and then I think this. Like that, that took yeah. literally all his strength to get up that first time, and then it was just drained from that point. Um, yeah, but he was, yeah, they were, I remember, they were I remember feeling hopeful in that get out. I remember, like, oh, he's 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 getting out, and then Hamza was like, no, 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 no. pulling me back down. Uh, yeah, crazy strong. Uh, Hamza, um, you know, got those, and like the I'm gonna kill pounds. everyone gimmick getting super old for me. It is, yeah. I mean, Allah Akbar is what he said, which is like. 
I feel like that word, that phrase has been like radicalized by of like course. rednecks and stuff after 9-11. It's Absolutely. literally like it's I think Arabic or whatever. The it, it, What it translates to is God is great. Yeah, which is exactly. like something that Christians say all the time when they yeah, do something. When they point to the sky. God is good, y'all. But God I think, is great. But I think the concept of like, him using it the way that he's using it, he himself, oh, yeah. is like so, like you said, like you said, the 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 idea that he's like aggressive about it. And like like you said, it's getting, it's a gimmick yeah. that you're just like, all right, man, like, I don't know. It's like right. for me, honestly. It feels Hamza, very 80s pro wrestling kind of. Well, for me, Hamza and uh and michael chandler are are on a similar route interesting in the way that that, that I, I i thoroughly dislike michael chandler's uh stuff it's not it's too much yeah it's it and like hamzats is more like um a, just just aggressive where like yeah like um michael chandler's has like this like tinge of cringe the tinge of the cringe tinge of cringe uh and yeah that's that that's what i will say about that and the and the fact that we're we're hopefully never gonna get that again because uh dustin poirier is gonna whoop the shit out of him um <laughs> i can't wait that, for yeah, that i'm fight, happy dude. that fight was announced um but anyway um yeah uh so now i guess what's the question of what's next for hamza Come shot. Come shot. What's next? <laughs> What's next for Hamzat? 185. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay the fuck yeah. out of 170, dude. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like they're not about to reward this motherfucker with a with a title shot against Leon. That's when a they good tried point. to make Leon fight him when he was unranked and Leon was number three and they stripped Leon of his rank. That's ranking. a really good point, actually. I think you're I think you're actually right about that. Um, Let him I fight think... someone like Kelvin Gastelum. Like, get your feet wet at 185, dude, or fucking Jack... Well, he already fought Jack... Well, not fought. He did a wrestling match or a grappling match or something with Jack Hermanson. <clears throat> but fight, fight Jack Hermanson in MMA. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's a good good point, especially if you're missing by so much. Um... Yeah, dude. They've done it in the past. <laughs> and here's what I was going to say. Never has there been a guy who just blatantly fucking put <laughs> fucking everything ruined the press conference. Like uh, it all, all points it. to him. Like the the press conference he shut down, the scuffles in the back. He was yep. at the center of all of it, and then misweight egregiously. Yep. Every time that happens, Dana White's like he should be fucking uh, disgusted with himself. Like you know what I mean? And it's just like this Hamza kid is great. Like dude, the UFC is in bed with Ramzan Khadirov. I'm I'm convinced. Or what you said is true, and it's actually Chuck Liddell in the Hamzat skin suit. We know that's Dana's best friend. I like that idea because it definitely is. It definitely Ice validates your your uh, conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, that, that he messed up the whole thing, and it was. Just and that's why he's Chuck like Liddell. going super hard on the Allah Akbar gimmick because he doesn't know what it means. He's just like, oh, oh yeah. my God, <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. It's so dumb. Imagine if Hamza next fight he comes with a with a fucking mohawk and the the Chinese character is shaved into the side. Of his yeah, head. everyone's like, like No, it is Chuck like, Liddell. I just want to pay tribute to my favorite fighter. They're like, why did your voice change? They're like, well, I don't know. Don't ask me. That was a really bad Hamza impersonation, by the way. No, it was a bad Hamza, but it was a good. It was a good Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Hamza. Hamza. Chamza. Uh. Hamza Liddell. Yeah. 
Ramzan Ladelev. Chuck Zot Ladelev. Chuck Zot. Chuck Zot. What a dumb name. No, that's not that's not Hamza Jamayev. That's Chuck Zot. That's Chuck Zot Ladelev. Get him out of here. Ladelev. Jamayev is in the basement in Chechnya. Yeah, dead. Anyway. Uh you think you're retired? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dude. Wow. These skin jokes suit. are just in a skin suit. Um, Honestly, skin suit jokes are some of the best. They are. I, I but specifically the idea of of, of Chuck Liddell impersonating comes up. Yeah. <laughs> I remember sometimes you said uh uh uh, like a sort of like a skin suit type joke against Eddie Bravo one time on the JRE a long time mm-hmm. like the fight companion one where it was actually like good MMA talk before it was shit like Eddie they were talking about the problems with weight classes or whatever and like Eddie Bravo was like I think they should just keep it how, how they're doing now the UFC is doing a really good job and they were like mm-hmm. uh, how about you take off your Dana White skin suit <laughs> or, how about, or like, hey, or like hey, hey Dana White how about you take off your Eddie Bravo skin suit nice. that's, that's what they said they were like hey hey take off your Eddie Bravo mask and it's Dana White under there but um all right are we on to the main uh, event yet we are on to the main event i'll tell you who's not in the skin suit okay. nate and tony all right they're definitely themselves i'll tell you who's also skin oh uh, yeah i'll also tell you something hey if you thought that fight was good i'm here to tell you that it was two old men fighting Okay. If we look at it in a box, <laughs> yeah, okay, it is not yeah. a good fight. You're right. <laughs> yes, not a bad one. Just like no. Okay, right. I'll say I'll say some positives. Nate Diaz actually checking leg kicks and throwing leg kicks. We're like That's about fair. damn time. Like he already had started to check some. We're like, okay, he's learning to check kicks. He's throwing them. I was like. Nate Diaz throwing leg kicks too, bro. Yeah, and like calf kicks too. Like you think, like because he's so behind, he never did it. Like he still be still be going for the thigh, like other people do. And like no, he's fucking going for the calf. But I'll tell you this also. Um, it was just I was just happy to see him in there. Like yeah, if you take off those nostalgia goggles, if you take off those like fan goggles or whatever, yeah, it was a pretty shit fight. Or, or like like I said, mid or whatever. Very like mid. it wasn't amazing. Nothing nothing about it was like, oh, fight of the century or barn burner, like and I even put on my on, on Fight Pick League because I was doing some stuff. Like I, I put Nate and Tony as my prediction for fight of the night. I don't know who got it. Do you know who got it? Oh maybe D Rod in the Leech or Irene and Macy. I it pulled up. Uh performance performance. I think it was oh no. Nope. Let me do it because I think uh, at some point today I'm gonna actually get caught up on the fight pick league. Oh, wow! Um, oh, there wasn't there wasn't one. It looks like. Oh, did they just do performance bonuses? Ah, uh, dude, honestly, I kind of hate that. Yeah. Sometimes I hate that because, what? yeah, fight of the night, no bonus awarded. Performance. They gave an idea as a performance bonus, which is nice. Got on a nice note. Irene, Johnny Walker, Jelton Almeida, all deserved. Didn't give Hums that shit, which is right. Right. Well, I think mm-hmm. if you miss weight, you're ineligible. They probably gave him someone on the table the way they were sucking his dick after the press post weight press conference. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I think you're right about the about Nate 
you know, checking the light kicks, but the, uh, into that fourth round or yeah, fourth round. Um, yeah, they were both pretty, you know, they, they, even the commentators like what's going on? Like for the first like two minutes when they were like mm. kind of running around the, the cage kind of like, you know, they kind of bending over and then them kind of like engaging and then disengaging constantly. Um, so yeah, it was, it was good, but Hey man, Nate, Nate with the, the signature, you know, flex and, and, submit was great uh it just you know. proves like something about the ds brothers is like their best thing is their jujitsu but they will engage in the stand-up to make you shoot on them to get those submissions like they're not going to employ wrestling they're not going to try and get it like a clinch trip takedown or whatever yeah, pull, no. pull guard they're like okay the second tony took him down he wrapped that submission up dude and it was like so funny too like tony was like not listening to his corner but the whole time they were like let's take him down let's take him down and he finally listens and that's when he loses it's like it's so sad too like yeah, tony tony looks looked not so great in that fourth round like he, he looked not so great but honestly like here's the thing too he's not losing to scrubs like honestly, like Nate Diaz at this point in his career is not a world beater, no. but he's sort of like on par with him. So like that loss isn't like surprising. Yeah. Benny no, Darius no, no. is is top of the game. Charles Oliveira is the fucking champion. Michael Chandler is at the top. I mean, yeah, not really because he's a C with the top, so he's not at the top yet. He's yeah. on the top. Yeah. Um, he's not losing to bums, but he is getting outclassed in certain things. Like he's still like, like Tony's striking is like, he, he ignored the fundamentals. Yes. I, yeah, I, saw I mean, this, I saw this thing on, um, not a completely ignore, but he definitely like could use some fundamentals. I saw this thing at sports center where they were like, when your character on a video game is idling or whatever. And like some of the stuff he was doing, it's like, you know, like when you yeah. idle and I was like, Oh shit. <clears throat> That's right. Yeah. Like when he laid down on the ground, it's like, fuck right um but yeah i mean overall it was not bad uh pretty good fight card uh pretty good fight card indeed all right so i think we're gonna we're gonna take a break now yeah let's take a break now And we are back. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to dive right into this forum with a special request from one of our patrons, T-Cross. Now, we take special requests from patrons all the time. To be honest, we take special requests from non-patrons too, but we definitely <laughs> like prioritize patrons. Um, especially one of the OGs, uh, T-Cross, been listening to my show for a long time. And uh, also a friend in real life. Love this guy. Um, he says, before before this Nate Diaz fight was made, Dana White said that during negotiations, Nate Diaz asked for Francis Ngannou. I would love to hear you guys do a reenactment of how that conversation went. All right, we're gonna do, we're gonna do it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how, but we're gonna do it <clears throat> because we love you, T Cross. Yeah. All right, uh, hey Nate, go ahead and go ahead and take a seat. What's up? Uh, so hey, what bullshit you guys come up with? Okay, that's very. You gotta stop talking shit about the Rock. That's step one. Nah, that motherfucker needs to know his place. All right, we're gonna. Okay, we want you to fight Hamzat. 
Hamzat, that little bitch. He's a rookie in this game. Uh, okay. Put more time in. He ain't he ain't shit. Give me someone. You know what? There's no real OGs in the game left. Give me Francis and Ganu. The heavyweight? Yeah, the heavyweight. Motherfucker's got no jujitsu. I'm gonna take his back and choke him out. Uh what's up? What what if I what if I try to give you Bilal Muhammad? How about that? Bilal Muhammad? I'll fight two Bilal Muhammad's before I fight Francis Ngannou. I mean, two Francis before I fight Bilal. I fucked that up. That, that it's okay. Uh, well, cloning doesn't exist. So, look, Nate, we just need you in there. You need to save the company money. Please fight whoever. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Let's get let's get Ngannou on the phone. Hey, Francis. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> That's exactly how it would have gone. You want me to fight Nate Diaz? <laughs> Who the fuck is Nate Diaz? Yeah, exactly. Does he even work for the company? <laughs> uh, there's a little bit of Charles Jinder in there. I was like, well, Leon, I used to work for this guy named Cameroon. <laughs> That's how I can kind of do Francis's accent. Uh... <laughs> it's the car. I can't even imagine like Dana White seriously entertaining like the Francis Ngannou fight like no commission no. would sanction that no absolutely not but anyway <laughs> god damn bro oh, that was so funny thank you T-Cross he actually has a couple of videos we want to get out of the way um, more like sort of commentary on the fights um, so let me pull them up here I think I saved them especially yeah here we go let me just um Turn up the volume. Let me know if you can hear it. Okay. What's up, motherfuckers? Yeah. Uh, I hope this video recording is all right for audio purposes on the podcast. But fights just ended. Nate Diaz is done. For... Is anyone else having issues with Anchor? By the way, I can't. It won't let me search on Anchor, so I'm gonna email in videos. Um, yeah, fights just ended. Shout out Nate Diaz. Um, first of all, fuck Hamzat. Uh, this fight was way better, way more competitive. I'm glad that it ended up this way. Uh, that was a great fight. Personally, I, I had Nate Diaz uh, winning all three of the first rounds. Um, obviously, looking good in the fourth. Um, not a world, cha- not world champion material. But uh, what do you guys? How do you guys? think nate diaz looked in the fight how do you think tony looked and where do they both go from here i don't want to see nate diaz box jake paul what do you guys want <laughs> no i don't. I legitimately would rather see nate diaz box connor yeah like outside fair. the ufc like cut, cut the ufc out of it like i don't even care like like obviously that benefits connor which is not something i'm like thrilled about but like yeah i don't want the ufc to to get, I want Nate Diaz to get a massive fucking payday that the UFC gets no part in. Mm-hmm. And that kind of will do it. I don't know. Or they do it in their own promote. Well, no, you can't do MMA because Connor's still under contract. But like, they something. I, Nate, I, want, I want Nate Diaz to make a shit ton of money with an easy opponent. I want, somewhere what else. I want. What I want for Nate is 
uh, is the is his fight promotion to do well? Yeah, that's true. That's what I want. I I want for him. I forgot his that he announced promotion. that. Yeah, I want his fight promotion to do well and and to be um wildly successful, and yeah, I mean like that's what that guy deserves. I mean he's he's a fighter's fighter. So please, um, I want that. And I, I like I said, I, I think he looked okay, but you know with it being his last fight, um, really good. So yeah, like you said, goes out on a high note. Like mm-hmm. not not a world beater. Tony didn't look great, but it also like I don't know that he needs to like just retire. Like he, there's maybe still yeah. some wonderful fights for him. And like you know, Tony, the guy like Tony, like if you if you cut him off before he's done, like he will do harm to himself and others. I I think like, that that's uh, a sad reality of it. I don't know. Part of me, you know, the the we need to someone needs to do the legends like a legends league. Um, yes yeah i think that belfort the... had the idea and like i don't know it seems weird but also like it's better than some some of the things we get sometimes yeah exactly that's what i'm saying like i think we can I, I think we're getting to the point where we can get enough of them to i mean like anderson silva is fighting jake paul which obviously is a big you know circus of its own but the fact that he's still in there fighting is a part of the thing like where well anderson silva has been out of ufc for a little bit of time couple at years. this point. Yeah, a couple years at this yeah. point. So there's a pretty good amount of fighters that still would probably do uh, get some money to fight. Um, so, I don't know. Um, yeah. and uh, Tony, uh, by the way, this wasn't the last fight under his contract, was it? No. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like that would have been a story that we knew. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many he has left, but I don't think... Right. Um, if anything, like I would have felt like the move to 170 might have been like he maybe signed a new contract or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, Definitely don't want him to stay at 170. No. I honestly would love for Tony to be in the like inaugural fight for 165, which make that division. Yeah. Everyone fighting at 170 right now could easily fight at 175. Mm-hmm. Commission just moved away. Like once it no. What I'm saying is, if people who don't want to go down to 165, oh, like, oh. the the welterweight weight class is no longer 170. Make it 175. Then mm-hmm. you don't have that 15 pound gap between welterweight and middleweight. Then it's lightweight, super lightweight. Let's call it 165. Welterweight, middleweight. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. what I would like to see for both guys. I want to just barrel right on. I hope you didn't have anything more to say. No. Nope. Um, do you want to barrel right into this other question from? Uh, I was going to say from Tony from from T Cross. All right, video number two. <laughs> that that was an impressive performance by Hamza. This one is fucking. I did not think he was going to submit Kevin Holland that quick and in that fashion. That was very impressive. I will give him that, but. I got a fucking bone to pick with this motherfucker. I'm sick of these fucking fighters doing dumb shit outside the cage. And then when they do dumb shit outside the cage, that affects events. Canceling press conferences, rearranging the top three fights on a fucking pay-per-view. I'm really curious how many less pay-per-views that this event sold because of that. I'm sure... I mean, maybe it's all more who the fuck knows, but here's my issue that I want to say with Hamzat. And this video is going to be a little bit long. So a little bit. Hamzat misses weight by a lot. 
doesn't look like drawn out or gone. Or done. He doesn't look terrible on, on the scale. Mm. And then there's some bullshit story about how the, the doctors forced him to stop cutting weight because he was cramping up and this and that. The only possible way for a doctor or the UFC to send a doctor to you, the only possible way for them to know that that's happening is because you ratted on yourself. You told somebody that you were cramping up. You told somebody that you needed a doctor. That's on you. And then for you to come out at the fucking weigh-ins and say, oh, I wanted to keep cutting, they made me stop. If you wanted to keep cutting, you would have shut your fucking mouth and you would have made the fucking weight and you would have kept going. Now, I'm going to shit on, I'm shitting on Hamza, but I don't want to pat myself on the fucking back here. My last MMA fight, couple years ago day one of training camp literally first day in the gym we're getting we're getting fucking ready popping my knee tore my meniscus required surgery i told not a fucking soul eight week training camp on a fucking torn knee that needed uh surgery went out fought didn't tell a fucking soul my coach and my girlfriend. That's the only fucking people that knew that I needed surgery. I went out and I fought. Didn't tell a fucking soul. Then, my next MMA fight after that, which didn't happen, and I'll get there, I had a really bad back injury. Told no one. I didn't even tell my coach, to be honest, because I knew my coach would have canceled the fight. I didn't tell a fucking soul. I show up, I make weight, had to cut 18 pounds in three days, make weight, get ready to fight, have my hands wrapped. Commissioner comes in and says, you're not fighting. Your opponent hurt his back today. Opponent comes up to me in the, uh, in the arena and said, ah, you know, the doc, like I wanted to fight. The doctors made me stop. Fuck you. Fuck you. The doctors made you stop. Mm-hmm. It's because you told someone that your fucking back hurt like a little bitch. And then that guy, you know what his, his injury was? He had back spasms. His injury was back spasms. My injury, two fractured vertebrae. Mm. Two fractured vertebrae. I didn't tell a fucking soul. I showed up and I was going to fight with a fractured vertebrae. Good thing I didn't. Could have fucked myself over even more. But fuck Hamzat with this weight bullshit and then says in the cage, oh, I don't care about that shit. Fuck you. Fuck Hamzat. And fuck anyone like Hamzat. And fuck anyone that likes Hamzat. Fuck Hamzat. I just have yeah. two quick thoughts on this, and then I'll pass it on to you. Yeah, love the energy, and I agree. Fuck Hamzat. That's the first thing. Second thing, definitely don't fight with fracture vertebrae, dude. Like, yeah, someone, man. Someone was smiling on you that day, honestly. Like, I know you were pissed about the fight getting canceled, but hey, man. Yeah, died. Yeah, or, like, exactly. Die. That's maybe, and that's it's drastic, a... but maybe paralyzed or something. That's fucking. And weird. it's a good thing that that guy was a little bitch because. <laughs> Yeah, here's, here's what I'm like, saying. It's a good thing that he was a little bitch, and because there's a small possibility that after that fight, you would have become a little bitch for a very, 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 very long, long time. time, and it would have sucked. To um, his point, though, the back spasms, like yeah. the day, the morning of the fight when D when DC fought Derek Lewis, he sneezed and his back went out. Right. Um, and, and like had to like. You can't stretch even, and work it out. I mean, and still fought for a world title and submitted a fucking monster like Derek T- Lewis. T Cross, as you've said, like you, you even know. I mean, like you know, first day of training, you popped your knee and tore your like first day, you know, and then and the back injury that you had, good, dude. and then like back injury that you had. You know, that's 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 pretty. You know, I'm happy that you were able to continue training, but uh, that must have been a brutal training sessions. Like, 
you know, just, just having those, those must have been time. a brutal training session. Yeah. must have been a brutal trainings, but no, for real, like, um, it's just better. You know, it's, I mean, I'm happy that you're in, in good. When's the last time he fought? By the way, it's, it's been a while. I don't know. Pre pandemic. Okay. Um, he's trying yeah. to be a ref now. Yeah. Uh, the pandemic fucked that up. That's why he came on FWM back in the day. By the way, how did, did those heal yeah. fine? Like, <laughs> yeah, everything's good, right? Like now. I think right? so. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I know he's, he's been back training jujitsu. He's told me. So, okay. Okay. So enough to train jujitsu. Got it. Enough to train jujitsu at least. Yeah. Maybe he's got some little, little injuries here and there. Um, Thank you very much, T-Cross. I want to move on to the homie Rhino. Got a voice question. Who did submit it on Anchor now? I, I think it's maybe a case of he didn't update his Anchor app because I experienced the same issue that T-Cross talked about. I can't search for anybody. But mm-hmm. uh, here we go from, from Rhino. Hey, Justin Lee. It's your homie Rhino from the Combat Sports with Rhino podcast. So I asked this question like a year ago on the Silly Little podcast, and I thought you guys would uh, enjoy answering it as well. So I'm bringing it back. If you guys are both going to spend a year on a deserted island, and the only media you are allowed is one song, one TV show, one movie, one book, and one fight that you could watch and listen to for the entire year, what song? What book, what TV show, what movie, and one fight would you choose? Uh, really looking forward to hearing you guys' answers. Love you guys. Love the show. Talk to you later. Peace. Well, first of all, what I'm going to say is uh, the first thing I would do is make sure that the TV show only has uh, one season. Why? <laughs> just because I would just make sure it just has one season. So I would be like, wow, I can't wait to keep watching this over and over again. Actually, the only reason why I would want it to have one season is because uh, – I would watch it so much that I would be able, by the time I got off the desert, desert, desert Island, um, quote, quote the whole thing. Yeah. I could quote the entire sh- uh, show. That's not, that's not no, a bad idea, but here, no, 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 but for real, actually. Um, all right. Um, wow. This is okay. Song, movie, TV show, book fight, right? Okay. One fight Bisping versus Silva. This is my all-time favorite fight. Um, I could watch it uh, a lot. Yeah. For me, book. It definitely have to be one of the Harry Potter books. Probably book four or five. I think five is the longest. Mm-hmm. But five also has Sirius Black dying at the end, which is not good. Maybe four. Yeah, okay. probably four. Okay, so that's two. Um, My song... This is hard, but it'd have to be like, something where I could just like belt my face off because sometimes I need that. Mm. Like, yeah, but you can do that anytime. Yeah. But if I, if only I have the one song, like I usually like to do it with the song, oh, like okay. that's true. That's to match the here. pitch. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, actually, I'm gonna just because it's on my mind a lot because of Matilda, the smell of rebellion. Um, because I honestly it has a little bit of everything because he has this um 
it starts like it's like a patter song where you're just kind of like talking. It's like and then there's a part where it's like it gets like goes to like power ballad style. It's like don't let him steal your horses. Like he's just going crazy. And then at the end, and then there's a part where there's like fast talking where I'm like all right, let's set it up double time. Discipline, discipline for children who are listening from it is who are fidgeting and whispering in history. They're nattering and chittering. They're tutoring and twittering is tempered with a smattering of discipline. We must begin insisting on rigidity and discipline, persistently resisting the sanarchistic mischief in these minutes. You are frittering and pandering and pitying while it lends like the suggesting discipline. The simpering and whimpering, the dribbling and the spittling, the misunderstood tissue, it's an issue we can fix. There is no mystery to mastering the art of classroom, Mr. Singett's discipline, discipline, discipline. Oh. Just nailed the shit out of that. And then it has good. a big note at the end where it's like, how does this go? The smell of rebellion, the stench of revolt, the uh, reek of subordination, the whiff of resistance, you might the well song of right dissent. It's a five minute song. I'm only doing yeah, little snippets. Well yeah, but it's my little like, And then I'll skip to the end. It's like, uh, watch this sickening stench. How yeah. Holds it a little it bit out, longer. But... It cut it a while. It Did it really? Out. Yeah, that's too high. Your voice too high. Oh, hey! There you go. Was that better? That yeah. Better. yeah okay, but imagine that for like seven seconds. Yeah, or seven, so. seven, um, seconds. Yeah. Because uh, okay, that song cool. is like, it's honestly really hard to sing. It's like, but I feel so accomplished every time I finish it. I'm like, yeah, I just need that song, my bitch. All right, what's your uh, TV show? Oh. And movie. Okay, TV show probably the good place. Okay. Um, just because it has like everything, like comedy, sadness, poignancy, like, and uh, like there's parts where they feel isolated. And I'm like, I feel isolated. I'm designing. I'd be like, oh shit. Um, movie, I love you, man. Just, I could watch that for fucking ever. Okay. Is that I everything? Like I think it's everything. That is everything. Uh. <clears throat> Song, uh, I'd probably have to pick a Coheed song. I just don't know which one. There's just too many, like, just to pick one that, like, solidifies my love. The Gutter. No. no, Welcome Home. No. Hell no. I've heard Welcome Home. I I literally (laughs) know Welcome Home. The acoustic version. I know Welcome Home like the back of my hand, and I've heard that song 23 times live. I don't need to hear it ever again, to be honest (laughs) with you. Um, But interestingly enough, when I went to the show uh, to go see – uh, My Chemical Romance when they were, you know, when uh, Cody was opening for them. Um, Welcome Home obviously hit as, like, hit harder because everybody, like, nobody knew who Cody was, which is very interesting to watch. Like, anyway. Yeah. Um, but Welcome Home hit really hard. And, like, Claudio, I've seen him do the behind the back, uh, over the head, like, guitar playing and then screaming into the the pickups as well. And, like, that hit harder with this crowd than it ever had before like whenever he does it with us because i guess he does it all the time um yeah. just interesting to see but anyway um i'd probably pick either uh crossing the frame or uh the willing well uh from fear through the eyes of madness from from the good apollo album um yeah the one of those two uh just always get me hyped i'd, pro- I'd probably take the willing well because it's longer and just is such a fucking banger of a song uh, tv show 
Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, if we're talking like a full TV show of, of everything, I'd probably take The Simpsons because it's so many seasons. Um, so I could always have uh, content. I mean, literally, I would always have content almost. I wonder how long it would take to watch all of the seasons of, of The Simpsons altogether. Um, fight. Fight. I would probably say... Um, fight that really sticks out in my head i mean pro probably the um uh misha tate and holly home fight more than yeah likely. that's a good one probably just just the way like i think that 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 fight really solidified the idea of of the of ufc fighting for me and excitement and uh yeah I don't know. I, I've always, I mean, I've said this, I'll, I've said this on the podcast. Sorry, I've said this on the podcast before and I'll keep saying it forever, but the, a good fight's a good fight and that was a good fight and watching the entire uh, bar, man, woman, child that was watching yeah. being like entranced was... Tons of children in the bar. Yeah, because uh, it wasn't David Busters. Uh, it was... Uh, uh it was it's something to watch like that's it's the great um equalizer like if anyone wants to say anything about men and women not being equal watch watch that fight and if you're not entertained you're blind <laughs> like yeah th like that's that's just the yeah. reality like that's that's hard like you know we're talking about the equality of that stuff like men and women like strength i don't care we're talking about gladiator entertainment fighting that fight was entertaining and and not just me like that's the thing is that i needed the bar environment to, for me to realize like wow this, this is something really special because nobody walked away being like yeah but they're women you know like right so that was yeah no nobody walked away thinking that um so uh there's that um and then Book. movie i'd probably say um oh, oh i really like frankenstein I think it's a really good book. Um, and if you haven't read it, I recommend it. It's funny you say that. My uh, uh, my friend who I just did, uh, I, don't know if, I think I told you this, I had a, I was doing a stage reading yesterday, mm -hmm. um, performance. She wrote a book on um, the about the Romanov family, like Anastasia and that and oh. stuff like that. Her next book, everyone's like, what's next? Like there was like Q&A with the audience. And she was like, well, I'm writing a story about Mary Shelley. Oh, And it's going to be like her, like, early years of when she's like 16 when she met her husband and then yep. about her mother it's gonna go back and forth between her mother at that same age and i was like interesting oh yeah because she definitely apparently lost her virginity on, the, on her mother's grave but anyway let's keep moving on oh i didn't know that okay yeah, that's awesome I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna text my friend this is a recording like yeah, uh, what the fuck? uh yeah and then um yeah movie i would probably say Yeah, the more I think about it, I I I think I'd probably want Step Brothers there with me. Dude, I should have said that. No, that's okay. I mean, like, but if we're on the same desert island, I'm glad we have variety. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if we're on the same we desert get both island, like... <laughs> <laughs> we we had to bring this stuff. <laughs> like, I I trust Step Brothers. You trust Step Brothers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh dang! <laughs> Do we just become best friends? Well, nope. we are actually. Uh. And then, uh, oh, and then for video game, I just have to make. Oh, was that a choice? 
the announcement because uh, he didn't say video. No, it wasn't, but I'm going to say it. Oh, uh, okay. They just announced the title for the new Zelda game. It's called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's legit. Was that the Nintendo Direct that's going on right now? It, it like literally was just dropped like five, uh, I think tw- 30 minutes ago, 30, 40 minutes ago. Tears of the Kingdom. Honestly, I wonder I wonder if they use like a a name generator like blank of the blank because like Breath of the Wild. They're like, yeah. okay, we needed something similar. Uh brrr, tears. Yep. Okay, okay, like it. Tears of okay, the what? Yeah. Kingdom. Ooh. No, honestly, that's great. That's oh, and they got the release date too. Oh shit. Well, what's the release date? May 12th next year. May 12th 20, next year. That's too All far right. away. But honestly, that's fine <laughs> because uh, I think the the Hogwarts Legacy game, the um, Harry Potter game that's coming to Switch, why well, in other platforms, but rarely that stuff comes to Switch and it's coming to Switch at the end of the year, like sometime in December, I think. And then Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, doesn't that come out in February? Oh, yeah. 2023 or something. I don't More know. So um, I'm anyway. glad that they're, at least they're staggered. Uh, anyway, yeah. that's amazing. That was, those were those were our picks. Thank you, Rhino, for the question. Qu- question. For the Thank question. You, Thanks, Thanks for the, for the question. Man, I'm yeah. Dwallace Wheelie. Dwallace Wheelie. Fuck's sake. All right, we have zero Twitter questions, but we have two voicemails from the catfish. All right. I think two. He sent three, and he told me to scrap the second one. Okay. So if I don't play the second one, fish, it's because you said two. Oh, bro, there's a trailer. Gonna watch it as soon as we're done with this. It's the MMA catfish, man. I hope I'm not too late. I should have called six in the morning when I was thinking about it when I was up before non bike ride. Man, what a wild fight car, right? MMA, gonna MMA. It was in full effect. It gets reshuffled. We end up with better fights than were on the original car. Uh, I'd like to go on the record of saying that, yes, Conduct win was impressive, but he's an absolute piece of trash and missing weight by eight pounds, no matter what reason, <laughs> unless you end up in the hospital, is inexcusable and disgusting. And the way he uh, handled it, it's also disgusting. And, you know, whatever, he's trying to be a heel or whatever. Like, does that make me hate him? Like, oh, you're getting attention? You're just a loser, man. It's lame. Uh, so, yeah, screw him. Very disappointed in that guy. And I've been pretty into him uh, up until this point. But I felt sorry for the leech. You know, he took the biggest risk out of everybody and all that shuffling and lost and had that dope suit and then get to show off at the press conference like, man, that your poor dude got screwed every which way from Sunday. And I would say that was a robbery because I don't really think it was a very close fight. But yet he lost to the judges. Close fights aren't robberies. I didn't think that was a very close fight. But sadly, no matter what, he lost. That's too bad. Uh, and Diaz and Ferguson, I mean, come on, man, that was a classic and way better than watching both of them get murdered like would have happened on the racial car. So you gotta love it. FMP for life. I will say, and I think it was just sort of commentary, so I want to move on to the second one, but in terms of the, uh, oh, let's see the suit. Let's see the suit. Yeah, dude, it's nice. Frozen. Dude, in the glasses. Yeah, dude, and the, the chains. Fucking yeah. drip. I mean, Turns uh, out the drip had to take a back seat. Yeah. Yeah, the accessories. Yeah. Dude, he he literally looks like, and this is going to sound yes. like, if you haven't seen this, if you've seen this movie, you'll know it's not being problematic. He looks like a character from Crazy Rich Agents. He literally oh, yes. looks like he stepped out of that movie. Like 1,000%. And I, I in the best way. Um, but I will say, uh, what was I saying? I was going to say... 
Oh, in terms of Nate Diaz and Tony being an all-time classic, like when he said like that was a classic, I don't think he means like at least how I interpret the way I feel, the way I agree is like it wasn't like we talked about it wasn't like a classic in terms of like being on anyone's all-time list of like great fights, but like it was two OGs. They were both like yes. classic fighters. Like every time like Nate and Tony fight, you're like like what a fucking this guy's classic or whatever yeah, in that kind yeah. of sense, and that I can agree with. Um, so thank you, Seth. Let's move on to the fucking. Other uh, voicemail. Hey, Julio, baby. It's the MMA Catfish. Listen, I've got an actual question for you guys this week. Um, Darren McMahon versus Aspen Ladd. I discovered this was buried on the bottom of the fight card for the weekend. Darren McMahon is 41, and she is not looking great in her fight. Um, and I think you could make a solid argument that she has passed her prime. And at 41, is two outside of her physical peaks to really stay competitive. And then Aspen Ladd, although only 27, has kind of looked like trash in her last couple fights. And I don't feel so great about her performances either. So, like, this feels to me like it should be a loser-leaves-town kind of match. And the fact that it's buried on the very, very bottom of the preliminaries also says to me that the UFC feel the same way about it but you know uh am i wrong and who you got to be honest i would say based off of recent performances i see sarah mcmahon getting a long and boring three-round decision win uh, it's interesting we're talking about like olympic wrestler caliber and sarah mcmahon I think she even got a silver medal, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, like Aspen Ladd is a good wrestler and a good grappler, but like, I don't know. I mean, Sermon did get submitted by Julian Pena, which is like, right, I don't right. know. Yeah, this is the MMA math concept coming to play. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. I mean, I I think Aspen Ladd will probably win this one. I don't think it'll be. Uh, well. Mm. No, I think it'll be Aspen Ladd. I'm I'm right with Sarah McMahon. Like I can't, I can't pick Aspen. I just think she's so fucking trashy. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, well that's that's why I'm picking her. <laughs> Cause Cause the trash. Because the trash. <laughs> what if I she walks out her. to the gutter? Oh, but see exactly. I'd, I'd pick her if she if she if she walk yeah was, if she if she walks out to the gutter by Coheed. Yeah, I'd be like. A, you're owning your trashness. Yeah, and she's like, I can get behind. A, you're a rocking song from a rocking band. Like, yeah, so you can get behind both. Remember all those years I gave you shit for liking a band that turned out to be awesome? Yeah, dude. And you should listen to their new album, too. Like, it's some good bangers on there. You should listen to it. They're good. The same album that has The Gutter, or is there a new one? No, it's a new one. A, a new, new, new just one. came out. New, yeah, new? they have a yeah, it's a new one. They have a they have a song called "The Window of the Waking Mind," which is the um, which is the titular track, titular track of the uh, of the album. Um, but it has uh, musical theater elements in it. Um, it's really interesting. Um, also, apparently, Claudio has a uh, a secret um, Dorian Gray musical that he's writing. He's been writing for a while. Yeah. Claudio is writing a Dorian Gray musical. Yeah, yeah. He 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 doesn't think it'll ever get done, but he has music from it already. He's already written a couple of songs for it. Bro, I know I it's a good idea. A little, I and, a chub and um, half a chub at least. And he has uh, some connections to Broadway with uh, John, John Rua, 
who did uh who's who a did. dancer who did uh did, did, uh and he did um he he is linked to being a choreographer for some broadway shows i think i'm gonna might... i'm gonna look him up do you know how to spell his name uh i think it's j-o-n-r-u-r-u-a i believe john rua I believe. j-o-n yeah j-o-h maybe male performer choreographer yeah yeah he was so. uh he choreographed the believe number in the share musical yeah. um he choreographed assistant choreographed oh he was in um he was in, Ham- he was in hamilton as well yeah yeah oh, he was understudy for charles lee that's like when they're like i'm a general we yeah um <laughs> So he he's done a couple things, and I think Claudio has some some kind of connections to Broadway a little bit. I love um, it. That could that he's could. got some credits. I mean, when when you when someone that has oh, and he's been on Hands on a Hard Body. Uh, Lizzie and I want to sing something from that for a cabaret uh, next year. Oh, he was in In the Heights. He was Graffiti Pete. Mm-hmm. It's an iconic character. I mean, and, and I mean, as an as an actor, you know, it's not you know doesn't have that much pull, but you know enough to where maybe it could, the conversation could start because um yeah dude and like uh he claudio just needs to plan it out like i mean not to say that he's on the genius level of matt trey matt matt stone and trey parker but he just needs to plan it out where the the broadway season just doesn't have anything spectacular and just clean sweep <laughs> yeah dude because that's what i'm I have, super I, excited about that because that's you tell what me he's running Dorian Gray musical. Like I, my mind is blown right now, honestly. Yeah, it's a cool, it's a good concept. I like the idea. It's it's fresh and original. I was like, yeah, nobody. I don't think anyone's done a Dorian, and Dorian Gray's a great character. Like it's you know the picture and yeah, it's so a much Dorian Gray character. Yeah, Dorian Gray. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't think it'll ever get made. But if it if it were, I, I Dude, hope it would it would be amazing on Broadway. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna start tweeting about it. Yeah. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna keep finding, it and I'm gonna say, "Hey, fucking Claudio Sanchez, you better fucking release that Dorian Gray musical right now. <laughs> Need it." Yeah, yeah, it's a cool idea. It really is. Anyway, um, anywho, um, that we're done. Oh I mean, yeah, in we're terms done. of questions. Oh yeah, like yeah. that's it. That yeah. is it. All right. Well, we have that here. You another episode uh in the can thank you all for sending in your questions uh juice it's up to you i know we're on a little bit of a time crunch if you want to give your picks i mean we give the picks in the fight league um for next week yeah let's do rapid fire picks actually like depending on time i would like to not do like whatever here Um, we go first fight of the main card tanner bozer versus rodrigo nascimento tanner bozer tanner bozer rhino gang uh joe pfeiffer pfeiffer versus Alan Amdovitsky. Amadovsky. Let's Amadovsky. go for the American. Joe Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer, yeah. Uh, I thought you were, I, by the way, I, I thought you were like pronouncing the silent P in Pfeiffer. It's Pfeiffer. It's Pfeiffer, cool. Uh, uh, and then uh, Andre Feely versus Bill Algio. Hey, this is a good fight. Bill Algio with, um, trained with uh, T-Cross. Let's go with Algio then. Yeah. Uh, Chidi Njokwani versus Gregory Rodriguez, the Robocop. I'm going with Rodriguez. And then I'm going with Corey Sandhagen, motherfucker. Oh no, you forgot uh, uh, Giga uh, Giga Chigadze versus Sadiq Yusuf. Not on topology, bro. Okay, well, so not on topology. I don't even see it at all. Like, not even. I'm not talking about not on the main card. Like, not on the card. Oh, what the fuck? Um, 
But who, who is uh, Sadiq is the opponent if that's happening? Yeah. Um, I got I got Giga just because Sadiq Yusuf mm, trains with Lloyd Irvin, piece of shit. Dude. And of course, yes, we got uh, Corey Sanhagen against yeah, I have Corey as well. Okay. And I got Giga. Yeah. Okay. Well, now Juice, it's time for you to shout out our lovely patrons and for me to plug my socials, which is uh, you can follow me at LeoGH two one one three on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, please send me a DM or anything if you'd like to talk shop about. Uh, yeah, anything? if you like to shop talk. Yeah, or about um, Coheed or about anything like that. I, I... Or about the Dorian Gray musical. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait, dude. It, it's not oh. going to happen, but anyway. No, we got to we gotta make it. We got to put a fucking We got to make it We got to make it happen. We're going to yeah. put our dick in it. Yeah. All right, APB. Sorry, these are the patrons. I just write off the names. Just, just I like to say names. These yeah. are the patrons of the lovely um, friendly... The lovely patrons of the Friends of Wow. No, the lovely friendly sparring podcasts. Yeah, the love, the lovely patrons of the lovely podcast. Yeah. Um, APB, Sandy Pants, Alex from Jersey, T Cross, Fee, Dave L, Jimmy the Drunk, Mixed the Man, Anonymous, never telling you who it is, David Everett, Wholesome <laughs> MMA, Brian Pichet, Dave AK, Nobby Buckles, Supermanly Nick, David S, D Crons, Harry Andrew, Cakes, QAR, Dash. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. We've had a great time, and we hope you did too.